Show them what a healthy marriage is. We've said this a hundred times. If a bad marriage is what hurt them, a healthy marriage is what will start to heal them. Or that visibility of what a healthy marriage is. So love their parent, love your marriage, love your spouse. And also just be patient. The more that we can be curious, the more questions that we can ask, it builds association. And to the children, it can say, hey, they really care. They really want to know how I'm doing. They really want to know what's making me tick. It makes them feel seen. It makes them feel heard and valued. Your blended family has 100% chance of success when you do it God's way. We are Blended Kingdom Families, and we want to provide biblical resources to heal and restore families with a message of hope for the next generation. Let's get after it. Hey guys, welcome back to the BKF Podcast. We are super pumped to be here uh, continuing our series on step-parent, step-child bonding. Uh, Before we get into that, take an opportunity click the like button or click the share button. You never know who in your sphere of friends you're going to be influencing. This may encourage them. Also, you can visit us on our YouTube channel, collect the full uh, video format of this podcast. And lastly, you can email us all the time at info at blendedkingdomfamilies.com with your questions, concerns, or anything you'd like us to talk about. Yeah. And we've actually been doing um, Q&A podcasts. So we did one the other week. So we would love to hear what you guys want to hear from us or any questions that you have, whether it's regarding marriage, your blended Mm -hmm. family, even mental health, since we focus on that as well. And so send those questions in and we will do a podcast on them. Let's do that. All right. So we're going to be continuing our series. Last week, if you didn't watch it, hit pause, go back, watch last week first, go back, and then come back and join us. But we talked about the don'ts last week, the things not to do in that step-parent, step-child bonding experience, that concept of beginning to blend. Now we're going to talk about the do's, the things you should do, the things you should be excited about. Uh, And we also understand, and we want to point this out, every blended family is different. It's uniquely made. The dynamics can be from A to Z all over the place, whether you have one child, two children, three, four, five children. We've seen as many as like seven children, Uh, boys, girls, ages. So we're going to try to touch as many of those aspects as possible. And then, so this week we're going to talk about the do's. Next week, Michael and I are going to sit down for a little chat. Yeah. Find out what we did right, what we did wrong. Yes. Because even the teacher gets it wrong sometimes. Well, and I want to go back to this. What works for one blended family may not work for another. But at yeah. the, I think at the core of it, our heart is that what we're doing um, is, is founded on the foundation of what the Bible teaches us to do in any relationship or, mm-hmm. you know, in our personal walk mm-hmm. or whatever. So um, we always like to try to back it up with, you know, biblical references mm-hmm. and scripture. But um, just keep in mind, you guys, what works for one blended family may not work for yours. But I think mm-hmm. sticking to God's word and being obedient in that Mm-hmm. that in itself can take us out of any wilderness season mm-hmm. or the difficulties that we're experiencing. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. Last week, our number one was don't be impatient. So this week, our number one is be patient. Yes. There <laughs> uh, we go. Be patient. Also remember as a step parent, what your number one job is, Yeah. is to love their biological parent or love your spouse. Mm-hmm. Show them what a healthy marriage is. We've said this a hundred times. If a bad marriage is what hurt them, a healthy marriage is what will start to heal them yeah. or that visibility of what a healthy marriage is. So love their parent, love your marriage, love your spouse, and also just be patient. This bonding experience probably, I'm not going to say every time, 
but probably will not happen overnight. It may not even happen in the first year. Mm -hmm. uh, so you have to be patient through this. Or years. Or I mean, years, I know, yeah. You know, we have, I, I have one friend in particular, they, they blended with adult children. And oh, yeah. she, you know, they're six plus years into their marriage and still have not found mm -hmm. commonality or a foundation. Mm -hmm. um, but their marriage is very strong. Yeah. You know? And she's, the stepmom is continuously trying to, um, you know, make that effort. And, and when you said patience, Scott, it reminded me of the three P's and we've taught this and talked about it. We, we have it in our book, blended and redeemed, but, um, we've also talked about it before. And the three P's are prayer, patience, and persistence. Mm. So being prayerful in the process of whatever it is in your blended family, if it's mm. prayerful and the bonding of your step parent and stepchild, and being patient in that process, mm -hmm. like you were saying, Scott, but also being persistent, be persistent in the pursuit of those relationships. I know that that's hard whenever mm. you get the stiff arm from your step stepchild, um, or you're not receiving, you know, the, the appreciation that you had hoped for. It can be very difficult, but just like our heavenly father is consistently pursuing us and, and he's steadfast about his pursuit mm. in us. We can do the same for our children and we might not even see the reward of that earth side, you guys, but mm. our obedience to do that and what God has called us to do in the Bible, that will bless you and God will bless your obedience in that. Amen. I would also encourage the bio parent. You're, you, you don't play an absent role in this process. Yeah. So one of the do's as a bio parent yes. is to love and support that step parent yes. through this process. Yes. You're going to see them fall right on their face or you're going to see them you know, try to do something so intensely to help, and you're going to see them get just just absolutely destroyed. Yeah. So be that person's cheerleader. Yeah. Be that person's supporter. Explain to them, hey, you're doing a great job. Hey, explain to them, hey, this is going to get better over time. Yeah. Just got to keep going. Yeah, I think um, thinking back on just our experiences, the, the one thing that came to mind was when we were in our litigation season, you felt so defeated. Mm. And I think day after day, you had, you know, tr you were trying to, um, we, we had been married four years, so you had a good bond with Michael. But in that season, there was so much mm. turmoil going on. And I remember you like trying to still foster somewhat of a relationship with you guys, because but that relationship had been torn apart. Yeah. And there wasn't much left to it. And I just remember days when you felt so defeated. Mm -hmm. And as your spouse, you know, I just tried to love and, um, you know, comfort you in that and pray over you. And so again, you guys, as the biological parent, we play such a pivotal role in supporting our mm -hmm. spouses when they are experiencing that, um, yeah. and in those seasons. So, you know, be prayerful over your spouse, you know, um, leave them notes or, you know, shoot them a text or call them because you're going to experience seasons. And again, you're going to see them fall flat on their face and it's going to be frustrating because you're, you may be frustrated at the children. You may be even frustrated with them, but just remembering that they are, they are trying and they need your love and they need your support in that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I can't uh, stress that enough. I, we could, we could talk about that for two hours and every time it'd be important, but Love that. Be patient. The other thing I want to encourage is make sure you're having fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, the amount of seriousness in life is just abundant. There's so many times to be stressed. There's yeah. so many times to be yeah. uh, to discipline. There's so many times to do everything that you don't want to do. Make sure that you are spending the time having fun. Kids bond through having fun. Mm -hmm. They bond through spending time with you. So whatever that looks like, Whatever, if that looks like a trip to the zoo, if that looks like a trip to the arcade, if that looks like a trip to an amusement park, or maybe just a trip out to the park to throw the ball around, yeah. just get 
out of your own mind Mm -hmm. and out of your own way to meet kids where they want to be met, which is having fun. No, absolutely. I think that, I think that in that process too, um, and having fun, like you, we, you hear the saying that like marriage is hard. We don't like to say that. We like to say that marriage is work. And just like any relationship, yes, blended families can be hard, but it's work. Any family, whether you're nuclear or blended, like mm-hmm. being blended, we experience a lot more challenges than a regular mm-hmm. nucle- nuclear family might just because there's so many outside forces mm-hmm. um, that affect your family and your children. But it, it takes work and it takes intentionality. And those Stepchild, stepparent relationships and that bonding takes intentionality. So mm-hmm. being intentional in what you're doing. And again, you may get the stiff arm, but man, being persist, being persistent in that. Well, and it, what it does is, you know, if you looked at it and you said, if you're a new step parent and you're listening to this, and you're like, hey, how do I bond with my child? So look out the city you're in or the area you're in and plan out you know, eight fun things that you can go do, whether you do them as a family together or maybe just you and your stepchild go do them. What it does is it starts an association. It starts an association that is away from maybe the drama of their biological parents or the drama of that divorce. And it just starts putting an association together that when I'm with this person, we're going to have a good time. So plan out, you know, an evening or a date every, you know, week for eight weeks and say, hey, let's just go have fun together and start to watch those conversations evolve. Because when you start, it may be very surface level. But by the time you get to, you know, maybe six or seven, you know, events in, it's like all of a sudden the child's asking you deeper questions or they're starting to get to know you. Or one of the ones that I thought was really pivotal for, for me and my bonding experience with Michael is when he started asking me about my family yeah. or my, you know, the way I grew up or mm-hmm. the things that I was like, okay, you actually care about this. So this means that you're starting to, you're wanting to start a formation of a relationship with me as well. Well, and as he has grown older and you'll see this with your children, you know, whether they're younger and as they mature and as they grow mm-hmm. even into adulthood you know those um th- that that curiosity has changed and there's been opportunity um you know we were talking about real estate the other day and, and you love mm-hmm. re- do- doing stuff with real estate and so like that was one of the things that he was curious about and you know hey is that something I want to pursue mm-hmm. when I get to college or whatever mm-hmm. you know and so um there are the the things that they connect with you with can change over time it may be that you know whenever he's preparing to get married and mm-hmm. have children I mean there's going to be mm-hmm. conversations then. So that will change over time, but don't miss the opportunity um, that when they are curious, and I think that that's the number one thing when it comes to fostering any type of relationship yeah. is remain curious, ask questions, constantly mm-hmm. be curious about what they're thinking, what the Lord is talking to them, at, you know, what's on their heart, you know, mm-hmm. what they're doing in school. Um, the more that we can be curious, the more questions that we can ask, Again, it, it builds association. And to the children, it can say, hey, they really care. They really mm-hmm. want to know how I'm doing. They really want to know what's making me tick and you know, what I'm thinking and, and things like that. It makes them feel seen. It makes them feel heard and valued. Yeah. And that really goes into our next point of dues, which is kind of meeting them where they are. So children have a, an abundance of interests. So depending on the age of the child, they may be more developed in their interest in something, or maybe they're just curious about something, but paying attention to what they're interested in and meeting them in that level. Yeah. So if they're interested in, you know, baseball cards, you may not be a baseball fan at all, 
But you can, as an adult, you can make that decision and be like, okay, I'm going to get curious about yeah. this and so I can have something to talk to them, something to bond with them. Or maybe they're interested or maybe they play a sport like tennis or they play golf or they play football. Whatever that is, meeting them at their interest levels or the things that their budding passions yeah. are starting to formate, you know, to formate and take shape, mm-hmm. introduce yourself in those areas. Make yeah. sure that you're paying attention. It could be... You know, I, I think back when, when Michael was young and he, we obviously we bonded over sports. Mm-hmm. But one of the questions that I had is, what if you'd have had a daughter? I would look at it and say, okay, maybe they like drawing or maybe they like something in the arts that I really can try to get involved with. No matter how dumb you look or how unskilled you are at it, or maybe they like dance and you need to get in there and be the dance partner. <laughs> it doesn't matter how bad, in fact, I'd probably say the worst you are at it, the more they're going to laugh at you. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't really matter what it is, just meet them where they're at. No, I agree. I, you know, one of the things too that I think that you should do it's it's the time. You know, I remember mm-hmm. um, my mom worked when my mom and stepdad first got married. My mom worked nights, mm-hmm. and that gave a lot of time for it to just be me and my stepdad. My stepsister had already moved out of the house, mm-hmm. and so my stepdad and I had a lot of time. We had all of our family. Our dinners were just mm-hmm. me and him, and so you know th- there was just a lot of time. But my dad also. I remember one time my dad curled my hair. We were trying to play a prank on my mom and per- I had a horrible experience when I was younger. My grandmother took me to get a perm and didn't tell my mom yeah. and my mom. Oh, she was so upset and mad about it. So for some reason, my mom or my, my mom or I had told my dad about that experience and he's like, let's play a trick on your mom and curl curl your hair. Yeah. So he got one of those really skinny curling irons. And I remember he just put all these ringlets in my hair and we went up to my mom's work together and tried to play this prank on her. She wasn't buying it. She could tell that it was curled or whatever. Yeah. But the fact that my dad, my stepdad, you know, and we had a good laugh about it. And it was something that we bonded over. And it's obviously a memory that I still remember. Yeah. You know, and so I think just, you know, taking the time mm-hmm. um, as well and just being, again, intentional in that time and spending that time together. Absolutely. The the last area we're going to cover, and again, we, we've kind of approached most of our conversations with kind of singular step parent, maybe even singular child or focused attention on one child. Uh, and really, I don't want to discount the fact that we know blended families, sometimes they come with larger groups of children. Sure. So how do you start fostering a relationship between you as a step parent and a stepchild when there's multiple stepchildren yeah. involved. Yeah. And again, as just as we talked about last week is don't assume your kids will all get along. We also want to be intentional about creating opportunities for them to start bonding and creating memories as a group of children yes. with you as a step parent. Yes. So you're not just singling out one, you're not forgetting the group. So making sure that they create opportunities for them to bond together. Mm-hmm. And I also want to point this out. It just came to me and occurred to me. Remember, if you're bringing children into the mix and she's bringing children in the mix, your biological children are interacting with your stepchildren. Yeah. So their inquisitive nature of how you're treating them versus, you know, what is your dad or what is your mom all about? You know, yeah. and they're asking those questions too. So create family bonding experiences. Yeah. That will incredibly strengthen your relationship with your children. Well, I remember you I remember watching videos of your mom and dad. You were the hours kid, mm-hmm. but like your older half-brother and sister, mm-hmm. you know, y'all would all go camping together. Oh yeah. And that was something that you guys did every summer. As a, as a poor man's vacation yeah. right there. <laughs> I, I remember but that was the best time. Yeah. We spent no money, we had no money, and but we would just grab a trailer, put some tents in it, mm-hmm. and we'd go to the middle of no this was rough camping. There's no running water, there's yeah. no 
but it was just grab a bicycle, a football, and grab a fishing pole, and yeah. let's go to the river. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be amazing. It no. just, just go do it. I remember every summer we took a vacation, whether it was wet and wild, because, you know, we, we didn't have a whole lot of money growing yeah. up. So it, it might have been wet and wild for the weekend. That's or some memory right there. Wet and wet, wild. Wet and wild. Yeah. Um, or, you know, if we, you know, went to, you know, the beach and, and we took mm-hmm. those trips whenever we could. But my parents were always um, big on fostering that mm-hmm. family vacation time. And we did that even after my sister had mm-hmm. gotten married to my brother-in-law and I was still in high school and, and in college. We still did family trips trips up mm-hmm. until we were adults. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, those are fun. And, and again, fun, bonding, doesn't have to be expensive, doesn't have to be fancy, doesn't yeah. have to be, you know, use the resources that are around you, whether it's a park or, you know, a river or stream, an ocean, if you live next to the ocean, uh, but create bonding experiences. Well, and I, I, I want to say like in Proverbs 3, it talks about trust in the Lord and lean not on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. So in this whole process of forming relationships in your blended family with the between the step-parent, step-child, and just in anything in your blended family, your marriage or whatever that is, you know, mm-hmm. trusting the Lord um, and his understanding in this process and not relying on our own. Um, our mm-hmm. minds are so finite in what... Um, and what we can think. And mm. so, you know, really just seeking his wisdom and his knowledge in this. Um, mm. You know, you guys, you're going to have the good days and you're going to have the bad days when it comes to being in a blended family and being mm. a step parent. And so just uh, just continually placing our trust um, and our hope and faith in him. Yeah. And don't give up. You know, I, I speak from a step parent perspective. Don't give up. Yeah. The, 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 the value and the reward that you will experience later is so worth the... Um, the trials. Yeah. You know, I, I, I see that a lot more now that Michael's 17 and we're having different levels of conversation and we can really lean on our relationship, even yeah. though um, he has a biological father and that's great, but we still have a great relationship with a step parent. So don't give up. Don't feel defeated. Uh, stay in prayer, stay vigilant, stay consistent, yeah. uh, and you will get to that other side. So, yes. guys, hope this has encouraged you. Next week, Michael and I are going to sit down. We're going to talk about some of the things that we did right and wrong yeah. and have some fun here. Um, but, guys, again, do's, don'ts, step-parent, step-child bonding. Hope you guys have enjoyed it. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. Be blessed in all that you do. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.